This is an explicit podcast. It is an unsafe space where we make jokes about anything, everything, and everyone. So I'm going to need you to assume every single trigger warning. That means if you're very religious or if you're very woke, this podcast is not recommended for you. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome and welcome to Comedy Podcast. Just fucking right, that's how we do. Bring it back one time for my crew. This shit'll make you laugh, it'll make you cry, it'll make you wonder why till you go cross eyed. Huh? Gonna feel it in your bones. Huh? Gonna feel it in your homes. Gonna scratch that comedy. It's just a comedy podcast, bitch. With that, we'd like to welcome you to the comedy podcast. Enjoy the show. And hello, you beautiful fox ladies and gentlemen and people who don't conform to your genitals. Mahai dan selamat datang. This is episode number 268 of the Comedy Podcast. Covid tell ya. On Monday 14th February 2022, I just woke up. Yeah, recording on uh, 8.13pm Sunday evening. Slept the whole fucking day. I slept so much, I stole some sleep from the Chinese and the Indians. I slept so much, Mahathir wrote a book about it called uh, Mengapa Melayu Begitu Ngantuk. In this book, he he asked a very important question. Kenapa orang Melayu ni selalu suka tidur, nak tidur je. And then basically he said, uh, masalahnya sekarang sebab orang liberal kat Malaysia ni, they, 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 mereka sangat liberal, mereka ikut agenda Yahudi tu, dia terlalu terbangun, woke. Okay. Diorang sangat terbangun, diorang curi Curi kota kebangunan daripada orang Melayu. Diorang ambil semua kebangunan. Kalau dia bangun banyak sangat, orang Melayu tak boleh bangun. Itulah orang Melayu begitu ngantuk. And that's the summary. That is the summary of what is going on in this country. We're not woke enough. Orang Melayu. Alright? We need to get woke because there's shit happening in this country that I can't fucking believe. And until we become more woke, then we're gonna fucking just sleep all the time like I did today. Of course, there's a balance. You can't be fucking woke all the time. If not, you're never sleeping, which sucks. If you're not ever sleeping, you become fucking crazy. Then you become like these these Western, the Western liberals, who are like, hey, you, you, you white, cis male, misogynist, penis conforming, white supremacists, you know, all that. Just, that's that, the, those fucks need to sleep. And we don't want to go to the fact, it's balance, ladies and gentlemen. It's the point that I'm making here, all right? And I'm glad. Mahade uh, is addressing this issue so that we can all share the kota kebangunan secara adil. Alright? So I'm gonna... The election's coming soon. I'm gonna try and uh, 
I'm going to try to open this new political party so that we can change this shit. Alright? Parti, I'm going to register this. Parti Kebangunan Keadilan Malaysia. PKKM. You can also pronounce that as Pukima. When we when we go on our rallies, our chant, our chant is Pukima, 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 Kebangunan, Kebangunan, Pukima, Pukima. I think we can get a lot of votes um, of mothers. Because they can do things, lalu complain. Anak aku kan selalu selalu tidur. Itulah dalam Malaysia kita harus menaikkan isu kebangunan. Orang remaja meraja hari ini suka tidur terlalu banyak. Kecuali orang muda, parti muda tu, orang parti muda tu terlalu terbangun. Aku dah tak boleh tahan. Separuh, separuh, separuh orang belajar hari ni, dia, dia terlalu tidur. Lepas tu, separuh orang lain terlalu bangun. Kita, kita Mana kebalansannya? Kebalansan, what the fuck? So, yeah, muda, muda apparently, tu-tu bangun lah. They, they don't fucking chill. They're always working. Which maybe is a good thing. They're saving you from floods. They, it doesn't seem like they 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 they're doing they 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 they're talking much about policy or anything, you know. They, they, maybe Buddha, yeah, they, they they're not talking much politics. Maybe they do a little bit here and there, but most of their shit is when bad shit happens. I'm going to come save the day, you know. They should stop being a political party and just start being a superhero group, kan? They're like the Malaysian Avengers, so. Maybe instead of Muda, they can call themselves Party Membalas Dendam lah. Or, and then, Said Tadik is like, uh, apa? Captain Terbangun. There we go. Make a whole fucking series. They can save us. You know, if floods are gonna keep happening, they can come turun padang. They love to turun padang, which is great. Alright? Which is great. They can turun padang, save the day. And uh, they can leave the parliamentary seats to my my Pukima. Weird sentence. All right, let's start today's episode. I've got a personal story to share about a very eager Muslim uh, grab driver. Very eager Muslim, all right? So, my once upon a time, my I was I invited Taylor to hang out with me at night. And we just wanted to eat some dinner. So she's like, Sayang, can I order some food from your grab? And I'm like, yeah, okay. And then she ordered some food from a Korean restaurant. So beep, 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 click, 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 click. Spend my money. And then the, the food's on the way. And then the guy, the, when I saw the guy's name, and this is not his real name, but it was basically, I don't know, Muhammad Hafiz bin uh, Badli Shah or something like that, okay? I, when I saw the name, I'm thinking, God damn, this guy is Muslim as fuck. This guy confirms 72 virgins. Like, this guy confirm goes straight to heaven. 
So I was I, I, I remember thinking that Seeing his name Like good for him And then bit me in the butt Because he ended up calling me And he's like Hi, hi, uh, Encik uh, Saya nak um, uh, um, Telefon memberitahu Encik saja Kat uh, Uh, dapur dapur restoran ini uh, menyediakan uh, makanan dengan uh, dengan makanan yang tak halal. Encik mesti mau teruskan order ni tak? And then in that moment I was like, oh, fuck! I didn't know that Grab Food has a whole as halal compliance division. Holy shit! Grab Food is now policing my moral morals, guys. My my Grab food is now policing my fucking Islam. Grab food is policing my like. Grab food is like encik nak pergi syurga ke tak macam Muhammad Hafiz bin Fad Badlishah ni. Dia ni ada tiket business class pergi syurga. Kau nak ikut dia ke tak? Grab boleh tolong. Tu lagi kita telefon korang untuk untuk maklumkan restoran ni. Um, um, menyediakan makanan dengan uh, benda yang tak halal. Wah, wah, oh my god! What did I say to him? What did I, What do you think I replied to him? I was like, okay, so he asked me, can do you still want to order? The this he said, and gonna translate for some of you fucks. He said, this kitchen does a, uh, this kitchen prepares food with ingredients that are not halal. Do you still want to proceed with this order? And then I said, oh, tuan, tuan, terima kasih tuan. Nanti bayarlah kau telefon aku. Kalau aku makan benda tu, aku ada dapat first class tiket pergi neraka. Tuan menyelamatkan roh saya Tuan menyelamat, menyelamatkan jiwa saya Rasa baiklah kau telefon aku Rasa baiklah oh. And then uh, dia cakap And then he said Oh tak ada masalah Itulah tugas saya sebagai orang Melayu Islam And then uh, it was all good lah And then my ticket to heaven came in the mail And it's all good is sponsored by Grab the ticket and they they told me they tried to book with Air Asia but um they the Air Asia owes them a lot of refunds so they don't want to work with Air Asia anymore instead the Tali they, uh, they bought me a ticket with Air Taliban and I'm really happy about that they said I can get half of my 72 virgins up front and a free AK47 Which is great. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with an AK-47 in heaven. But um, you can't die in heaven. So you can shoot your mother if you want. As long as she wasn't a bitch and you see her in heaven. Uh, weird sentence. But uh, you see your mom in heaven. You have a t- Taliban-sponsored AK-47. You can kill her as many times as you want. She'll just come back alive. Sounds fun. It's something like Valhalla. But way better. Because Valhalla is fake and heaven is real. Sugar too memang wujud. Al-hala tu benda, benda paganism yang salah. Right? Mm. So, guys, this was a true story lah. But maybe I slightly exaggerated my answer to him. Uh, oh, for, for, forgot to, forgot to, forgot to add this important detail. When he called me, 
he said, uh, Assalamualaikum. And the, the moment I heard that, I was like, ah, here we go. <laughs> mm. So yeah, um, I'm only half joking, half obviously, because that was an actual true story. I got that call and um, and whether the rest is true or not, you 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 decide, okay? Okay. Uh, did I mention this is an explicit podcast? I did. All right, good. Oh, by the way, about the Air Taliban ticket, I didn't take it because uh, I have that. I have my duties as president of Pukima, so I decided I'll delay my my trip to heaven. And thank God I did because what happened was that ticket flew into an American tower and like killed a bunch of people. And uh, yeah, it's one of those things. Just be careful when you accept free tickets from Air Taliban and they give you an AK-47. So yeah. (laughs) I asked if they could, uh, if I could claim my virgins anyway, if they could ship virgins to me. And, uh, and I was so surprised that they, they managed it. They sent me, uh, what's 72 divided by 2? Fuck, uh, is it 36? I think so. They sent me 36 virgin boys. And then I and then when I saw that, I was like, oh shit, they didn't say if it's virgin girls, right? They just said virgin. So I'm like, god damn it, that nice one. La. Nice one. <laughs> So now I got a bunch of virgin 15-year-old boys from Afghanistan. I'm not sure what to do with them, but I think I'll help. I'll I'll recruit them to Pukima. Uh, is what I want to do now. So I'm, I'll, I'll let you know how that goes. At this point, you might be wondering, Harith, why are you sounding a bit Bangladeshi? Uh, the answer is, um, my dad flew back from Bangladesh last night. So I've been talking to him a lot. And you know lah, you you Malaysians, you you know what? Can't remember. episode yang yang episode yang terdahulu saya menjelaskan bahawa kadang-kadang bila saya berbual dengan orang Cina, logat macam ini akan keluar. Sebab saya kan orang Melayu, kita kita sayang semua bangsa orang lain. So uh, I've been speaking to my father, and then uh, I've absorbed a bit of his accent, I guess. He just came back and he was like, holy shit, you know, in Bangladesh, they don't care about COVID at all. Everyone was not wearing masks. They go, I, I know one person wearing masks, but she, he, she, she, she wear the one mask one, one whole month. It's, it's disgusting. And uh, yeah, everyone's free. Everyone's out there. No one's dying. I don't understand. Why in Malaysia you all die so fast? It's a very sad point he's making. I mean, hospitalization-wise, I think we can't compare to Bangladesh. They really don't give a shit. Hardly anyone's vaccinated. And uh, they, they congregate. They don't social distance. We don't do social dis- distancing. We do uh, social get near, get everyone in my face. And uh, the COVID is not a thing that they don't give a fuck. So... I don't know. I don't know how they're doing it, right? I don't know what they're doing that we don't have. And I think KKM needs to find out how the fuck Bangladesh is getting away with not giving a fuck about COVID and not, not hardly anyone's dying. 
And then I, I had a friend who offered this explanation. I don't know if it's brilliant or if it's racist, but he's like, hey, maybe a uh, curry kills COVID. And I'm just like, what the fuck? That, that's either bullshit or fucking genius. <laughs> that's curry, bang, bangla, curry is the best antiviral. Um, this, I'm not spreading misinformation. This is a comedy podcast. Do your own medical research. Please consult a please consult a licensed physician about your medical conditions. Uh, but if you happen to meet a Bengali doctor who recommends a curry to you, then um, consider taking that advice. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a doctor. And it's time for some podcast love. Hey, beautiful fucks. Did you enjoy today's episode so far? If you did, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Would you like to help me grow? Thank you. Uh, the best way you can do that is to recommend this podcast to your friends by recommending it on your social media. You can take a screenshot of this episode right here, upload it to your Instagram story, and tag me at the comedy podcast underscore. While you are there, feel free to ask me any listener questions you might have. Do you see a funny story online you want me to talk about? Do you have any questions about the bedroom stuff or some tea about your friends? You want to bitch about your friends? Send me a DM at the comedy podcast underscore. Looking forward to your list of questions while you're there. You want to help me make some money? Hmm? Let's let's do this in a way we both make some money, all right? If you want to buy Bitcoin, and I don't know whether it's going to zero or a million dollars per coin, who fucking knows? But there's an app in Malaysia who's given out free Bitcoin. That's right. It's Luno. The app called Ludo. And this podcast is not sponsored by Ludo, but they gave me an invite code where if you use my invite code and you type it in the rewards section... Sign up with Luno, both of us get 25 ringgit worth of Bitcoin. And who knows how what that money will be worth down the line. But I would love it. Uh, my, my personal aim is I get 2,000 of you to get use that code. I'll get 50,000 bucks worth of Bitcoin. I'll be like, minty. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be swimming in... Then I don't need free tickets from Air Taliban. But I will just... I'll buy my own fucking tickets. I already have half of my virgins. So... The other half, I think, I'm getting a fifty percent discount. Lah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it with Bitcoin, so it's gonna be great. Uh, just, I really want to emphasize this podcast is not sponsored by Ludo, but guys, let's help each other out. All right, all right, awesome. Invite code in the description. Please use that code. And sorry, if I forget, I'm just gonna fucking copy paste this shit. I, I'm just one of those people, you know. I can't fucking. I gotta fucking make sure. Oh, I, pre- I prepared nothing for this episode. I literally have one listener question. All right, guys, let's do the listener question. Uh, Harith, please talk about this. So insane. Oh, he, okay. My beautiful listener sent me this article from World of Buzz. Quote, I don't feel safe. Unquote. Malaysian breaks up with her 27-year-old boyfriend for having, for only having 50,000 ringgit of savings. Published 10 February 2022 on World of Buzz. The author is called Azri Azizan. God damn. <laughs> Azri Azizan. If I get a phone call from Grab by a guy called Azri Azizan, I'd be like, oh, here we go. The Sharia compliance is here. Anyway, um, for this Malaysian woman, having five figures in your savings before hitting 30 years old is certainly not enough. Recently, Facebook page MCN shared an anonymous conversation between a couple who may have hit an end in their relationship. The woman asked for a breakup, which prompted the boyfriend to ask for the reasons. I'm insecure. You're 27 years old and only have saving of 50,000 ringgit. I 
don't think things can work out, the woman revealed. Uh, overwhelmed by sadness, confusion and frustration, the man asked if she has ever considered his feelings by planning and setting a timeline to end the relationship to <laughs> A timeline to end the relationship. <laughs> Please give me some time. Uh. I cannot break up now, I tell you. You must do this. We must do it step by step. Step by step. Uh. We don't just wake up tomorrow and then you're not my girlfriend anymore, okay? In one week, in one week, we stop the blowjobs. In the second week, no anal. And then slowly, we do slowly. And then third week, no, no, no Bobati dates. And then only we break up. Anyway. I'm going to quote one more thing. He said, yes, I should have asked you the question, what do you think I am? You only earn four to 5,000 ringgit per month and my friends go to Hai Tilao restaurant every day. You only bring me there once a month. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Some Chinese girls, you want to keep them, ladies and gentlemen. You want to keep them. You got to bring them to Hai Tilao every day. All right? For for people who don't know what Haiti Lao is, it's a quite expensive restaurant. You go two people, you can spend up to two hundred fifty ringgit a day. So it's quite a big deal, okay? I don't know about fifty k is just too little. It's like you can finish the amount in one month, uh, unless you're Malay, man. You can you can you can drag that shit for for five years. I can't see the life that I want with you. I'm sorry. Ah. Oh. Alright, before any of you jump on the racist gun, can I just say, gold digging hoes exist in every race. And being a gold digging hoe is not necessarily a bad thing. Okay, some people just want to spend a lot of money and there's some men who want to give them a lot of money. Let's not gold shame these bitches. But uh, I guess I, I guess I don't have too much... Uh, what. Comedy commentary about this. It's just wanted to highlight to you beautiful fucks. It's fascinating story. Listener recommended. Um, I have a I have a similar story though of a gold digging hole from Bangladesh. This is not you should hear this. This is not just a Malaysian phenomenon. Uh, I had a friend who told me, you know, I I was dating this girl, but then she asked me how many goats do you have, and I told her I I have thirty goats, and she said. 30 goats only. I, I cannot, I cannot, I, you, I feel insecure. You're 27 years old with only 30 goats and um, I need more. My friends, they kill a goat a day and then they eat every day. They give everyone. You can only do it for a month. So, so even in a poor country, a relatively poorer country like Bangladesh, you're going to get these goat digging hoes. Yeah. And, um, I kind of solved this problem for him because I was like, dude, are, are you have male goats? And then he said, yes, I have male goats. And then I asked him, do you have female goats? And he said, yes, I have female goats. All right, you get the male goats to fuck the female goats. Give it some time and then you'll have 60 and then 120. And then you ask for her hand in marriage. And then he said, holy shit, that's so smart. So he got his goats to fuck each other. He gave them goat Viagra. Weird sentence. And then... Uh, and then now he has 50,000 goats. Um, but then he decided, you know what? If she cannot handle me at my 30 goats, she doesn't deserve me at my 50,000 goats. And then 
And then he found that someone else lah. And then he never told them about the goats. And this is a beautiful story of... Um, he ended up marrying someone who was not... Who didn't care how many goats you have in your in your farm. And they're very happy. And this is an example of a beautiful story of, you know, you can you can find women out there who don't look at the superficial things. I know it's a weird story, but it's meant to make you feel good. So I hope you feel... I hope we have some hope lah, huh, from this story. All right. I I paused the video. Uh, I paused the recording a bit just now because I, I was looking for some news to talk to you about. But it seems like the thing that's trending in Malaysia right now is Buddha. And I was reading it and I got so bored because I'm like, God damn it, I kusian these Malaysians. Uh, we got nothing else to fucking talk about. The news is a bit boring last few days. But I just want to emphasize my point. Lah. It seems to me like Muda is not some some viable political group. Honestly, what are they good at? They're good at f- finding laptops for poor people, which is not a bad thing. But if that's the best thing you can do, maybe you're not suited for le- <laughs> making legislation. What you're good at is helping poor people. It's not what parliament... I mean, they indirectly do it, but you make laws, all right? So these guys, maybe... I'm, I'm thinking, maybe they should just become an NGO of young people just being heroes. Then I, then I think I'd support them. But apparently, they're shooting themselves in the foot every day or something. I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna end this uh, podcast recording early today. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. Uh, I'll speak to you whenever. Bye bye.